1: Hi, everyone. Welcome to another exciting episode of All Things Policy. I'm your host, Rohan Pai, and I work as an assistant program manager at Takshashila. Today, I have with me an ATP regular, Priyal. Hi, Priyal. So, before we begin our episode, I would like to bring to everyone's attention that at Takshashila, we offer multiple courses, and these include short-term courses and three-month courses. So our three-month course is called Graduate Certificate in Public Policy. They have specializations in the difference of foreign affairs, tech policy, and advanced public policy. And the deadline to apply for the course is August 27. You can log into our website if you need more details. So today on our episode, we're going to be talking about a virus outbreak, which is not COVID-19, something known as Monkeypox. Priya, do you want to give us a short introduction?
0: Yeah. So when we talk about, I, will like, I would actually start with what exactly Monkeybox is and stuff. So monkeypox is actually a disease that is caused by an infection with the monkeypox virus. Now, the monkeypox virus comes from the same family of viruses as the variola virus, which causes the smallpox. And smallpox, we might have listened to it, heard about it when we were kids because we used to have like vaccinations and all for for it, right? So now the monkeypox symptoms are very similar to the smallpox symptoms, but they are much more milder and monkeypox is rarely fatal and uh, when we hear because we see that monkeypox sounds very much like chickenpox as well right but it is not they are not related in any way and monkeypox was discovered in 1958 when there went two outbreaks of a pox like disease occurred in colonies of monkeys which were kept for research now despite it being named as monkeypox the source of infection the source of the disease remains unknown. However, like African rodents and non-human primates like monkeys might harbor this virus and uh, might inf- and infect people. And the first human case of monkeypox was recorded in 1970. And prior to the 2022 outbreak, monkeypox has been reported in people in several Central and Western African countries. And previously, almost all of the monkeypox cases in people outside of Africa were linked to the international travel uh, to countries where the disease commonly occurs through imported animals. And they now, as we all know, it's been spreading to multiple continents. Now, monkeypox spreads in a few ways. And mostly, it's often it's kind of from skin to skin contact, which includes direct contact with the monkeypox rash scabs or body fluids from a person who is suffering from monkeypox or also touching objects and fabrics such as like clothes, beddings or tables as well as surfaces that have been used by someone infected with monkeypox virus. Also, it can spread through contact with respiratory secretions. This direct contact can happen during intimate contact including oral, anal and vaginal sex or through hugging, massage, or by kissing. It also happens via prolonged face-to-face contact, or touching fabrics and objects that during sex that were used by a person with monkeypox that have not been disinfected, such as, you know, like bedding or towels, etc. Now, a pregnant person can spread the virus to their fetus through a placenta, and it is also possible for people to get monkeypox from, you know, infected animals. Either either by being scratched by that animal or by being bitten by the animal. Or if you are preparing or eating the meat or using products from an infected animal. And a person with monkeypox can spread it to others from the time the symptoms start until like the rash that was formed is fully healed. And a fresh layer of skin is formed. And this disease, it typically lasts between two to four weeks, right? Now, when we come to the symptoms of monkeypox, they include like fever, headache, muscle and joint pain, backaches, swollen lymph nodes, uh, exhaustion, respiratory symptoms like sore throat, nasal congestion or cough, and also a rash that is commonly found. Now, sometimes what happens is the people get a rash first and are then followed by multiple symptoms. Others only experience a rash. They may or may not have symptoms. But the thing is, people who are suffering from monkeypox will get a rash. Then, also, yeah, like I said, like, you know, the monkeypox can spread from the time the symptoms have started until the rash has healed, all the scabs have fallen off, and like a fresh layer of skin has spawned. So this is some sort of, I hope I've given you guys like an overview of what exactly a monkeypox is.
1: Yeah, that's a very elaborate overview of the symptoms and how monkeypox spreads. But now that we know all this information, what are the existing guidelines to manage and contain monkeypox across the world?
0: Right. So CDC did put out certain guidelines on their website. You can always check it out. So what CDC recommends is that people with monkeypox remain isolated at home or at any other location during the during the duration of that illness. And um, so prioritizing isolation and source control strategies helps us to prevent the transmission while balancing the impact of this infection on the daily lives of people who have been diagnosed with a monkeypox. Now... The current data suggests that people can spread monkeypox from time to time, from the time the symptoms start, right? And until like the full healing has occurred. So basically, or ideally, actually, people who are suffering from monkeypox should remain in isolation for the whole duration of the illness, which is basically between two to four weeks. Now, if for ex- for if, if worst cases, say suppose the person who is suffering from monkeypox is unable to remain completely isolated throughout the illness then one they can do the following so they can if isolation is one of the best ways to go about it but if you are symptomatic with fever and with respiratory symptoms and have been isolated at home but for some reason cannot be completely isolated uh, you have one thing to do is close or physical contact with other animals as well as people. And also cover the lesions properly, wear a well-fitting mask and avoid public transportation when leaving the home uh, when in case for medical care or for emergency. Uh, If you have a rash, but uh, if you do not have any fever or respiratory symptoms, cover the rash with clothing or gloves or with bandages. Masks are an absolute necessity. Also, make sure that when you're wearing a mask, you do not allow for any gaps and stuff along the edges or around the nose or something now until uh, another thing is until all the signs and symptoms of monkeypox illness have completely resolved do not share any items of that you have worn or handled with other people or with even with animals make sure that you have disinfected items or laundry those items and only those items have to be worn and disinfect the surfaces that you have currently sort of been around with. Um, at any given case, avoid all forms of physical contact, including like intimate or sexual contact with other people. Also, avoid sharing utensils or cups. And if they have to be shared, make sure that you are, they have cleaned and properly disinfected and sanitized before used by others avoid crowds at any point and also like like we said during the COVID-19 pandemic right always wash your hands with like um so with soap and water or with an alcohol-based hand sanitizer especially if you've had a direct contact with a rash at any point so
1: yeah all right thanks before we move on to the next part of the podcast we'll be taking a short commercial break Hi, everyone. Welcome back. So before we left for the break, we were discussing about the existing guidelines to manage and contain monkeypox. But Priyal, if we want to look more inwards, what is India currently doing to manage monkeypox in in the country?
0: Right. So I think from the time the virus outbreak had happened, India actually did, um, you know, try its best into trying to contain the virus outbreak and stuff. So screening of the people who were traveling from the African countries and from from the West was something that India did. But also recently what I read was that uh, the center had constituted a task force to monitor the um, emerging uh, monkeypox situation in India. Because like Kerala had confirmed its first death in the country from the disease. And Delhi also reported its monkeypox case and stuff. So all in all, I think right now, as of today, India has, I think, nine confirmed cases, if I'm not wrong. So basically what the task force is supposed to do is to monitor and provide guidance on the expansion of the diagnostic facilities and to explore vaccination for the infection. Along with that, recently now with the, I think with the death that was confirmed and stuff, the center kind of realized that there also needs to be a fresher approach to dealing with the monkeypox condition or the disease. And because like US also had declared it as the public health emergency a few hours ago. So recently, uh, just I think yesterday, the center had called for a meeting with the top health experts on on you know, how to tackle with, the, uh, with this uh, disease and the illness and what can be done. And the meeting was chaired by El Swasti Charan, who is the Director of Emergency Medical Relief, and which is a division of the health ministry that is responsible for managing public health issues of the international and national concerns. So India is kind of doing some things in order to sort of, you know, manage murkypox in India to its to the best of its capabilities. But let's see as and when time goes, how that turns out to be.
1: Right. So if we can dig further into this and we can categorize it into do's and don'ts, what would be the do's and don'ts for the Indian government with when it comes to pox?
0: Right. So Indian government, actually, Ministry of Health and Family Welfare had recently put down certain guidelines when it came to, you know, managing monkeypox in India. So I will give you a brief about what exactly it talks about. Okay. So now if a person has a travel history from any of the countries or regions that have shown a monkeypox outbreak, then he or she should monitor contacts till at least one month. And if a person gets infected with the disease, then the person who has come in contact with the infected one should keep, tra- keep a track of all the people he or she comes in contact with for a month. And for a period of 21 days, uh, they should be very cautious of the signs and symptoms. And, um, and if they observe any of the symptoms of monkeypox, then they should seek medical help. Now, asymptomatic, like I told before, right, there are certain people who only get a rash but do not get any of the symptoms such as like respiratory symptoms or like fever or anything of that sort. Now, even if you're asymptomatic, you cannot donate blood, cells, tissues, organs or semen while you're under surveillance. Now, for any kids, uh, children who are infected of any sort, they should they can they should be excluded from daycare nursery or any other group setting now health workers who have unprotected exposures to patients with monkeypox or possibly like the contaminated materials may not be excluded from work duty if they are asymptomatic but they should undergo active surveillance for symptoms for 21 days now there are also like preventive measures against monkeypox so one that is definitely is avoid contact with any materials like clothes, bedding, etc. of the sick person. Isolation of the infected patients from others. Even when you're at home, make sure that you have a separate washroom for yourself. And make sure that at any given point, you minimize the, you know, any sort of contact with your family members at all given points until this camp has been completely healed and a new skin is formed maintaining cleanliness using appropriate personal protective equipment when caring for the patients and um, also monitor the symptoms over a period of time and if any given po- at, it, at any given point if the symptoms get worse seek medical help immediately then also if a patient comes up with symptoms like fever or the vesicular or pustular rash then uh, you know there have been they have set up like standard contact and droplet precautions that have been established and you should seek it at the healthcare settings as soon as possible. So these are some of the few very basic sort of prevention measures that have been put up but seek medical help immediately as soon as possible for uh, if you come across any sort of uh, symptoms at any given point so yeah
1: yeah these prevention measures sound very similar to what it was with COVID-19 so yeah because
0: yeah because I think at the end of the day these are all viral infections right and um, like we are not exactly we can't we are uh, this is still with the I think America has some a lot a lot of cases at this point which is why they have declared it as a public health emergency We are kind of at a better stage right now with very few number of infections. So we are able to, you know, we are at a stage where we can do contact tracing, where we can sort of isolate the people who have had contact with people who have suffered from monkeypox or something like that. So in that case, we since we are at a very initial stage, we can put up a lot of preventive measures and, uh, you know, stuff in place and set up you know beds and stuff in case of worst case scenarios so i think in that way everyone needs to be very careful as of now and just you know just stop being very ignorant of it and you know keep a watch out
1: yeah we can manage this better than what we did with the covid 19 especially since yeah. we have a good idea of you know the containment measures and what we can expect but yeah that brings us to the end of today's episode thank you everyone for listening in and thank you priyal for your insights Yeah, no problem. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. If you liked our show, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IVM network. You can tune into them on the IVM podcast app, ivmpodcast.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also follow IVM on social media. The handle is at Podcasts on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. And hey, If you'd like to dive into Takshashila's research on technology, strategy and economic affairs, check us out at our Twitter handle at takshashilainst or our website takshashila.org.in.